Hey, fam. Hello, 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 hello. Family, I have a word from the Lord. So let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I'm just asking that as I give this word, Father, that you use me, Father. You pour into my vessel, Father, and you say all that needs to be said to your children, Father. I take the flesh out of it, Lord, and we only want to hear what your spirit is speaking, Lord. What you were saying, Father, that's the only thing we want to hear, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I humble myself before your throne, Father. And I just thank you, Lord, for even wanting to use my vessel, Father. I thank you for cleaning me and cleansing me in your blood, Lord, in your word, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you for forgiving our sins, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I just thank you and I honor you and I praise you, Father. And I plead the blood of Jesus over this word. I plead this blood of Je- the blood of Jesus over my brothers and sisters and over myself, Father. And we binding up any foul enemy, any evildoer. We are severing them at the root. In the mighty name of Jesus, we command them to flee from us immediately. In the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. (laughs) So this word. First, I have to give a shout out before we get to this word. I have to give a shout out to my niece and my nephew they got baptized today y'all i wish i had that thing that was like yay but i don't so i'll just do it yay they got baptized today and it was just such a blessing to see the power of god because you know we have to give god the glory hallelujah we have to give god the glory because he deserves it family he deserves it but just for them to be humble enough to submit themselves to the will of god to be used as a vessel i am just so happy i am ecstatic okay because i watched via um via phone i didn't go but i watched like on a video chat and it was just such a blessing because everyone that got baptized was kids it was just so great because i don't know the other kids but shout outs to them too because they little souls they are little souls and i know that god is shining down and smiling at them it is just so great family it is so great uh uh, he is so mighty. So I just wanted to give them both a shout out. Because <laughs> that was just such a blessing. Oh, that was such a blessing. To just be, for the Lord to allow me to see it. It's just a blessing. Because, you know, it reminded me of that um, part in the Bible where they was um, keeping the children away from Jesus. And he said, bring the children to me. Bring them to me. Hallelujah. Because the kingdom of heaven belongs to people like them, like children. Don't turn them away from me. Oh, this is a word. Listen, don't turn the little children away from him. Bring the children into the kingdom of God. Ah, oh, he is so good, y'all. It was such a blessing. It was just such a blessing to see that. I thank God for even allowing me to see it. Though I wasn't there, it was still so powerful to see that happen. Because I didn't even know it was other little kids getting baptized. It was just so great, y'all. It was so great. But <laughs> let me just get into the word. Congratulations. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get into the word. And it says, the time is... The Lord... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm all mixed up now because I'm just so felt up, y'all. I'm just so felt up. That was so beautiful. So the Lord gave me... We're going to get into the message. We're going to get into the scriptures. And then we're going to see if the Lord, where the Lord taking us. Because you already know, we're going to see where he's taking us. So this is what the Lord said. 
He says, the time is coming, says the Lord, that my children are coming out. Everything that has been hitting is being revealed. A storm is coming and it will be cataclysmic to all who call on the Lord and all who call on the Lord will be saved. That's what God told me and I wrote it down and he told me the word cataclysmic. Um, it was a couple days ago. I was talking to my sister and the Lord brought it into my spirit, but it wasn't time for me to release the word. But then the Lord was like, it's time to release this word. Oh, he is so good, Joel. So first, let's look up the definition of catac- cataclysmic. Okay. Cataclysmic means, I know somebody's saying it. <laughs> it's power in that definition. You were saying it. You were saying it. Go get you your shirt off of withinherbeauty.com. Wear it. It's power in that definition. We got that on the shirt. And it says, relating to or denoting a violent natural event used to emphasize the extent of something bad or unwelcomed. Mm. And it's a storm coming, the Lord says. And it's going to be cataclysmic. Hallelujah. And as it, it says, relating to or denoting a violent natural event used to emphasize the extent of something bad or unwelcome so when the lord placed that into my spirit he told me go to revelations 12 so we're gonna go to revelations 12 we're gonna go down i I got my little fan on i'm gonna turn it off because i know y'all probably hear the humming and it says hold on let's start at verse Let's go to verse 7. There was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. And the dragon lost the battle. And he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, had the one... The one deceiving the whole world was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night. And they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who live in the heavens. Rejoice, but terror will come on the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you in great anger, knowing that he has little time. Hallelujah. And that's the scripture that the Lord gave me. And he said, it's going to be cataclysmic. This storm is going to be cataclysmic because the enemy, he's angry. He's very angry because he he knows he has a little bit of time. Hallelujah. And he knows that he has already been defeated. Hallelujah. Because we see that it says, when you go back up to verse 11, it says, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. He knows he's already defeated and he's mad. He's mad. And it says that terror, terror will come on the earth and the sea for the devil has come down to you in great anger, knowing he has little time. He is, he's very angry and you're about to see events that's going to be cataclysmic. Okay. But brace yourself because all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Do you understand? 
saying all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. That is a promise that God is making if you will receive it today in the mighty name of Jesus. All that call on the name of the Lord, all that say, Jesus, come into my heart, make me a new life, make me a new person, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. All that will profess that. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying you will be saved. But terror is coming to the world. Terror is coming down to the earth because the enemy knows he only has little time. Okay? Okay? And he's saying that in this time, right? Because as you read in this, it's if you go back up to verse 10, and it says, It comes at last, salvation and power, and the kingdom of our God, and the authority of his Christ. For the accusers of our brothers and sisters have been thrown down to the earth. But do you see how it says, It, it has come it, it has come at last, salvation and power, and the kingdom of our God, and the authority of his Christ. God is showering his children. He has hidden his children because as I, as he was bringing this word to me, he was saying that a lot of his kids feel out of place. You feel like you're not doing what God has told you to do. You feel like you're not glorifying him. You feel like you should be doing more. Hallelujah. And the Lord is saying, be still because the time is coming where all things will be hidden. Hallelujah. And I want to take you to first Mark 4, 22. Because the time is coming. The Lord is saying it was for such a time as this. Hallelujah. It was for such a time as this. Let's go down to verse 22. So Mark 4, verse 22, just in case you ain't hear me. And it says, let's start at verse 21. Family, y'all know. Then Jesus asked them, would anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light will shine. For everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open and every secret will be brought to light. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Hallelujah. And the time is coming. You feel hidden. You, the Lord has told you, you have heard the scriptures of him saying that you are the light of the world. You are the salt. Hallelujah. And the time is coming where people will see the light of the Lord. Because listen, his power and his authority has come. We just read that in Revelations 12. God is reigning. Hallelujah. And terror is coming down to the earth. And the Lord is getting ready to use you. He is getting ready to use you in a mighty way because you are his light. You are his light. You are here to tell people all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved because terror is coming. Hallelujah. And the only way they can be saved from this is calling on the name of the Lord. Let's go to Luke 8. Verse 17. And it says, no one lights a lamp and covers it with a bowl or hides it under a bed. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light can be seen all by all who entered the house. For all that is secret will eventually be brought into the open and everything that is concealed will be brought to the light and made known to all. But do you see where it says no one lights a lamp and then covers it with a bowl or hides it under a bed? A lamp is placed on a stand 
A lamp is placed on a stand. Hallelujah. And as I was reading this, the Lord says it's time. It's the time is coming where his children will take a stand. Hallelujah. He is going, you, you are going to take a stand. God is going to cause you to be put on the stand, to stand up for the truth. Do you understand that? He is the time is coming where you are going to stand up for your Lord and your savior. Do you hear me? In the mighty name of Jesus. The time is coming where, where you are, the, the Lord is, he's about to just use you. I, there's no other way for me to say this to you, but he is getting ready to use you in this hour. You've been feeling like, I, I, I don't feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And the Lord is just saying, be still, be still. The time is coming. I'm about to put you on the stand for all to see. Hallelujah. I'm getting ready to shine your light for all to see in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go to, um, I believe it's Isaiah 60. I believe it's Isaiah 60. Give me one second. Okay, hallelujah. God is mighty. Let's go to um, Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise, Jerusalem. Let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to your see your radiance. Look and see for everyone is coming home. Your sons are coming home, coming from a distant land. Your little daughters will be carried home. Your eyes will shine and you will, your heart will thrill with joy for merchants from around the world will come to you. But family, listen, and I see that today I'm here to testify that I see that today that sons and daughters are coming home. It was just little children. They were getting baptized today because God, he is reigning over his people. Hallelujah. God is reigning over his people and he's causing you to shine like light. You are the light, not like light. You are the light. He is causing you to shine in this darkness. When you look around. Now, this scripture is so true. It says, um, darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. It arises and appears over you. That is such the truth. When you look around in this world, all you see is darkness. All you see is lies. But God is saying his glory is shining over you. He has chosen you. You are his instrument that he is getting ready to use in this hour family. Hallelujah. Let's go to, um, Lord, which one you want me to do? Let's go to Ezekiel, Ezekiel 30. It says a sad day for Egypt. This is another message that came from the Lord. Son of man, prophesy and give this message from the sovereign Lord. Weep and wail for the day of, for the day, for the trouble. Hold on. Weep and wail for that day. 
For the terrible day is almost here. The Lord, the, the day of the Lord is a day of clouds and gloom, a day of despair for the nations. A sword will come against Egypt and those who were slaughtered will cover the ground. Its wealth will be carried away and its foundations destroyed. The land of Ethiopia will be ravished. Ethiopia, Libya, Lydia, all Arabia and all the other allies will be destroyed in that war. For this is what the Lord says, all of Egypt's allies will fall and and the pride of her power will end. From Migdal to, to Aswan, they will be slaughtered by the sword, says the sovereign Lord. Egypt will be a desolate sur- Desolate, surrounded by the less desolate nations, and its cities will be in ruins, surrounded by other ruined cities. And the people of Egypt will know that I am the Lord when I have set Egypt on fire and destroyed all their allies. At that time, I will send swift messengers and ships to terrify the complacent Ethiopians. Great panic will come upon them on that day on that day of Egypt's certain destruction. Watch for it. It's sure to come. For this is what the, the sovereign Lord says. By the power of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, I will destroy the hordes of Egypt. He and his armies, the most ruthless of all, will be sent to demolish the land. They will make war against Egypt until slaughtered Egyptians cover the ground. I will dry up the Nile River and, river and sell the land to wicked men. I will destroy the land of Egypt and everything in it by the hands of foreigners. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I will smash the idols of Egypt and the images at Memphis. There will be no rulers left in Egypt. Terror will sweep the land. I will destroy southern Egypt, set fire to zone and bring judgment against Thebes. I will pour out my fury on Pelsum, the strongest fortress of Egypt, and I will stamp out the hordes of Thebes. Yes, I will set fire to all Egypt. Pelsum will be erect with pain. Thebes will be torn apart. Memphis will live in constant terror. The young men of Helopis and Bubatis will die in battle and the women will be taken away as slaves. When I come to break the proud strength of Egypt, it will be a dark day for Tapanes too. The dark clouds will cover Tapanes and his, his daughters will be led away as captives. And so I will greatly punish Egypt and they will know that I am the Lord. On April 29th, during the 11th year of Jehoiachin's captivity, the message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, I have broken the arm of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. His arm has been put, has been put in a cast so that it may be healed. Neither has it been bound with a splint to make it strong enough to hold a sword. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am the enemy of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. I will break both of his arms and the good arm along with the broken one. And I will make his sword clatter the ground. I will scatter the Egyptians to many lands throughout the world. I will strengthen the arms of the Babylon's king and put my sword in his hand. But I will break the arms of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he will lie there mortally wounded, groaning in pain. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon while the arms of Pharaoh fall useless to his sides. And when I put my sword 
sword in, in the hand of Babylon's king and he brings it against the land of Egypt. Egypt will know that I am the Lord. I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations, disperse, dispersing them throughout the earth. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Mm. Lord. Family, let's, let's just keep reading because the Lord, he was talking to me, but let, let's just keep going. On June 21st, during the 11th year of King Jehoiachin's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, give this message to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and his hordes. To whom would you compare your greatness? You are like mighty Assyria, which was like the cedar of Lebanon, with beautiful branches that cast deep four shades. And with this top high among the clouds, deep springs watered it and helped it grow tall and luxuriant. The water flowed around it like a river, streaming to all the trees nearby. This great tree towered high, higher than all the other trees around it. It prospered and grew thick branches because of all the water at the roots. The birds nested in its branches and in its shades, all the wild animals gave birth. Family, the, the Lord is speaking to me. And he said to remember that this battle is already won. We read in Revelations chapter 12 that the battle is already won. It's already been won in the spirit. Hallelujah. It's been won in the spirit. Victory is in the spirit. Hallelujah. But we are beginning to see it in the natural. We are going to see enemies falling in the natural because it's already happened in the spirit. We just read it in Revelation chapter 12. He's been defeated, but we are going to see it in the natural. It already happened in the supernatural. But to all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. But terror is coming to the earth. And the ones that don't call on the name of the Lord. It's, it's going to be a terrible day. It's, it's going to be a terrible day. It's going to be a terrible day. Um, the birds nested in its branches in the shade and in the shades, all the wild animals gave birth. All the great nations of the world lived in its shadow. It was strong and beautiful with wide spreading branches for its roots went deep into abundant water. No other cedar in the garden of God could revive, could revive it. No cedars had branches to equal it. No plain tree had bows to compare. No tree in the garden of God came close to its beauty. Because I made this tree so beautiful and gave it such magnificent foliage. It was the envy of all the other trees of Eden, the garden of God. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because Egypt became proud and arrogant and because it set itself so high above others with its tops reaching to the clouds. I will hand it over to the mighty nations that will destroy it as its wickedness deserves. I have already discharged it. Mm, let me read that again. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because Egypt, because Egypt became proud and arrogant and because it set itself so high above the others with its top reaching to the clouds i will hand it over to a mighty nation that will destroy it as it wickedness deserves i have already discarded it 
A foreign army, the terror of the nations has cut it down and left it fallen on the ground. Its branches are scattered across the mountains and valleys and ravens of the land. All those who lived in the shadow in its shadows have gone away and left it li- excuse me and left it lying there. The birds roast its fallen trunk and the wild animals lie among the branches. Let the tree of the other nations proudly exult in its own prosperity. Though it be higher than the clouds, it will be water from the depths. For all are doomed to die, to go down to the depths of the earth. They will land in the pit along with everyone else on earth. This is what the sovereign Lord says. When Assyria went down to the grave, I made the deep springs mourn. I stopped its rivers and dried up its abundant water. I clothed Lebanon in a black and black and caused the trees of the field to wilt. I made the nation shake with fear at the sound of its fall, for I sent it down to the grave with all others who descended to the pit and all the people, all the other proud trees of Eden, the most beautiful and best of Lebanon, the ones whose roots went deep into the water, took comfort to find it there with them in the depths of earth. Its allies, too, were all destroyed. And had passed away. They had gone down to the grave. All those nations that had lived in the shade. O Egypt. To which of the trees of Eden. Will you compare your strength and glory. You too will be brought down to the depths. With all these other nations. You will lie there among the outcasts. Who have died by the sword. This will be the fate of Pharaoh. And all his hordes. I the sovereign Lord. Have spoken. Listen, fam. Lord, do you want me to? Where do you want me to go, Father? Okay, let's read um, Ezekiel thirty-two. On March 3rd, during the 12th year of King Jehoiachin's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, mourn for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and give him this message. You think of yourself as a strong young lion among the nations, but you are really just a sea monster, heaving around in your own rivers, stirring up mud with your feet. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will send many people to catch you in my net and haul you out of the water. I will leave you stranded on the on the land to die. All the birds of the heavens will land on you and the wild animals of the whole earth will gorge themselves on you. I will scatter your flesh on the hills and fill the valleys with your bones. I will drench the earth with your gushing blood all the way to the mountains, filling the ravens to the brim. When I blot you out, I will veil the heavens and darken the stars. I will cover the sun with a cloud and the moon will not give you its light. I will darken the bright stars overhead and cover your land in darkness. I, the Simon Lord, have spoken. I will disturb many hearts when I bring news of your downfall to distant nations you have never seen. Yes, I will shock many lands and their kings will be terrified at your fate. They will shudder in fear for their lives as I brandish my sword before them on the day of your fall. For this is what the sovereign Lord says. The sword of the king of Babylon will come against you. I will destroy your hordes with the swords of mighty warriors, the terror of the nation, the terror of the nations. They will shatter the pride of Egypt 
and all its hordes will be destroyed. I will destroy all your flocks and herds that graze besides the streams. Never again will people or animals muddy those waters with their feet. Then I will let the waters of Egypt become calm again, and they will flow as smoothly as olive oil, says the sovereign Lord. And when I destroy Egypt and strip you of everything you own and strike down all your people, then you will know that I am the Lord. Yes, this is the funeral song they will sing for Egypt. Let all the nations mourn. Let them all mourn for Egypt and its hordes. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Family, judgment is coming. Hallelujah. Because listen, it's already happened. I, I know I keep saying this to you, but I need you to catch this. This has already happened in the spirit. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. But do you understand how? First, it was a war in heaven. It's, let's go back because we're going. Okay, we're going to go. We're going to go um, to Revelations 12. And then we're going to come back to Ezekiel 32. But let's go to Revelations 12 real quick. And let's go down to verse 10. No, 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 no. Let's go to verse 7. Then there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. And the dragon lost the battle. And he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world was thrown down to the earth with all his angels family it already has happened in the spiritual the lord is using his people to defeat him in the natural he's already been defeated in the spiritual but you have to understand that the lord is using you to defeat him in the natural do you see how it says then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ for the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to the earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. It's you are he you are to defeat him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. It's time for you to go out and, and, and begin to profess the truth, to go and speak that Jesus Christ is the Lord. It's time to confess it. It's time to tell people how you've overcome by your testimony. You defeat the enemy by your testimony. God has he's already shed his blood for you. Now it's time to defeat that serpent. By your testimony. Do you understand me? It's time, yes, to tell people about the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus and we speak out about our testimony. Hallelujah. We talk about how God has cleansed us in his blood. Do you hear me? We have defeated him. It's time for people to see it in the natural. He's defeated. Hallelujah. So that the ones who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. But it's not going to be a good day for the enemy. It's not a good day for the enemy and his camp. It's going to be a terrible day. But you have to understand this, that we are going to begin to see it in a natural. We already have. Have you perceived it? But the Lord is using you. It says, let's go back to um, Ezekiel 32. We have verse 17. 
On March 17th, during the 12th year, another message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, weep for the hordes of Egypt and for the other mighty nations, for I will send them down to the world below in company with those who descended to the pit. Say to them, O Egypt, are you lovelier than the other nations? No. So go down to the pit and lie there among the outcasts. The Egyptians will fall with, with the many who have died by the sword, for the sword is drawn against them. Hallelujah. Y'all know what the sword is. Egypt and his whores will be dragged away to their judgment. Ooh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's the word of God. It is the word of God. It's time to go out and profess the word of God. That is the sword. Do you see how it says the Egyptians will fall with the many who have died by the sword for the sword is drawn against them. Egypt and the whores will be dragged away to their judgment. Hallelujah. God's words, God's words is the judgment. It's time to decree and declare things. It's time to bring down the kingdom to the earth. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's time for us to be bringing down. We have to work with God. We got to work with God. We have to bring down the kingdom so people can see it in the visible. So we have to go into the word of God and decree and declare the kingdom. So people begin to see the kingdom on earth. Hallelujah. We're working with him as we reading it. We professing what God's word is saying. And then his kingdom is reigning, but he needs to use you. He has to use you. That's what he's trying to do. Well, listen, don't get your pride up. I'm not going to say he has to because he can use somebody else, but he chose to use you. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying he has to because I don't want your pride to get in the way. Listen, but he he choose choosing to use you. Get the sword is the, the word of God. It's the word of God. We are to defeat him by the blood of the lamb and by our test by the words that's coming out of our mouth about decreeing and declaring the scriptures. But if your Bible closed, how can you defeat him? It is a war going on. It is a war going on. And I need you to perceive this. This is a war. We are seeing before our very eyes a spiritual war. But don't be stuck on the natural. Ask the Lord to show you the spiritual. It's time to gather these souls. It's a great harvest. Who is for us is for us. Who's against us is against us. But it's time to get God's lost sheep and gather them. Hallelujah. God's sheep has been, they have been wandered astray. And the Lord is telling his children, go get your brothers and sisters. We don't leave our brothers and sisters behind in the kingdom. We don't leave nobody behind. Ain't that like, if you was a loyal friend, right? You never left your friend behind, correct? That's how the world go. If you loyal, you never leave your friend behind. And in the kingdom, that is mandatory. You do not leave your brother and sister behind to get devoured. God says you go out and you get your brother brothers and sisters. We are not to be devoured. Hallelujah. You go speak to them. You don't walk past like, oh, they tripping. It's time for it. And if, 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 if they don't want to hear it, you still say it. And then you let it go. You let God do what God's going to do. But if God tells you to go say something, you go say something. If he tells you now, be quiet, be quiet. 
All you needed to do was plant the seed. Or maybe you were watering a seed that was already planted. That's all he needs you to do. He don't need you to sit there and watch it grow. He just needs you to plant it and then keep it pushing. It's other work. Listen, the Lord will cause for it to grow. If he wants to use you again, he'll tell you what to do. Down in the grave, mighty leaders will will mockingly welcome Egypt and all its allies, saying they have come down with come down. They lie among the outcasts, hordes slaughtered by the sword. Assyria lies there, surrounded by the graves of its armies. Those who were slaughtered by the sword, their graves are in the depths of the pit, and they are surrounded by their allies. They struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere, but now they have been slaughtered by the sword. Elam lies there. Surrounded by the graves for all its hordes, for those who were slaughtered by the sword, they struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere. But now they have descended as outcasts to the world below. Now they lie in the pit and share the shame of those who have gone before them. They have a resting place among the slaughtered, surrounded by graves of all their hordes. Yes, they terrorize the nations while they live, but now they lie in shame with others in the pit. All of them outcasts, slaughtered by the sword. Meshach and Tubal are there, surrounded by the graves of all their hordes. They once struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere, but now they are outcasters. They're outcasts, all slaughtered by the sword. They are not buried in honor like their fallen heroes who went down to the grave with their weapons, their shields covering their bodies and the swords beneath their heads. Their guilt, their guilt rests upon them because they brought terror to everyone while they were still alive. You too, Egypt, will lie crushed and broken among the outcasts, all slaughtered by the sword. Edom is there and its kings and princes, mighty as they were. They also lie among those slaughtered by the sword, with the outcasts who gone down to the pit. All the princes of the north and the and the Sidians are there are there with others who have died. Once a terror, once a terror, they have been put to shame. They lie there as outcasts with others who were slaughtered by the sword. They shared the shame of all who have descended to the pit. When Pharaoh and his entire army arrive, he will take comfort that he is not alone and having his hordes killed, says the sovereign Lord. Although I have caused his terror to fall upon all the living, Pharaoh and his hordes will lie there among the outcasts who were slaughtered by the sword. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. God is getting ready to judge. He is getting he is getting ready to judge and it's going to be swiftly. Hallelujah. He's getting ready to judge and it's going to be swiftly. Hallelujah. And we see in the Bible we see in the Bible, God has always used a person to go and, and go per, to profess to the nations what God is about to do. And all who called on his name was saved. But whoever didn't call on the name of the Lord, we see judgment hit them. And when judgment hit them, what happened? They couldn't survive. Who survived the flood? Who wasn't on Noah's, on Noah's boat? Who was able to survive? I'm telling you, God is coming to judge and it's swiftly. It's going to be a swift move of God. It's time for everybody to get in the position. Stop reading this Bible like, oh my gosh, that happened so long ago. But understand that we are still living in, living in biblical times. The word of God says he causes everything to happen over and over and over again. Get into position.
get into position. Okay? It's a swift move of God. It's swift. And it seems like, especially like everything, like even with Jesus on that cross, Jesus looked defeated. Did he not? Did Jesus not look defeated on the cross? They were mocking him and everything. But what happened? What happened though? Was he defeated? Or or what happened on the cross? Ask yourself that. What happened on that cross? Though Jesus looked defeated, God had a plan. And when we look in this world, does, does his children, we, we do look defeated. We do. Because the enemy is so loud. But Jesus rose, didn't he? <laughs> but by the power of God, Jesus rose, didn't he? And he got the victory. Jesus took them keys back. Do you hear me? Death's control over God's children was done. So I'm here to tell you, though it looks like the enemy, he loud. It look his kids. We look very defeated. We look defeated. You look very financially, um, emotionally, mentally. Yes, you could be looking defeated, but you gotta remember, God got a ram in the thickest. He got a plan, y'all, and we see that on the cross. Oh, that's the first one I had to pull out. Even with the Egyptians, when they was chasing after Moses and them, they felt defeated. Did they not? But what did God do to Pharaoh? Hallelujah. And then who else? Um, The Israelites. People thought it was over because they wasn't allowed in. But didn't God allow Moses to see the promised land? He allowed him to see it. He couldn't go in it. But didn't he allow him to see it? And didn't Joshua and them, didn't they get the promised land? Didn't they enter into? Did God not knock the walls down? But what about David and Goliath? Did Goliath not look big? All David had was like three. He had three pebbles. He had three stones to a giant and a sling. But what did God do? Compared to the giant, David looked defeated. I could keep going and going and going and going, family. But God, and I'm here to tell you, it's going to be swift. Every time a giant was in the land, did God not cause for that giant to fall? We are going into the promised land. We are going into the promised land family. And you're going to see the giants fall. Judgment is coming to the giants in the land. It's done. They're defeated. We are just walking through it. And it's so hard. It's so hard because time. I feel like it's the time. We're like God, but it's time. Time's against me. But we got to understand God, God is the God over time. Time works for God. We have to know God's not on a time limit. It's already finished to him. It's just us. We have to believe that God already has a plan. It's just like reading a book. 
<laughs> Period. Because look, it's the land book of life. But listen, hear me out. When you're reading a book, and that book can be a page turner, turner that 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 um book can be a banger, and you just flipping through the pages, right? That that ending's not going to change, yo. Like, or when I be watching movies, right? And I hate the ending of certain movies, and it's like you be hoping low key that 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 ending going to change, but it's not. It's not. And that's the same thing with the plans that the God has over your life. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. It's already done. Okay? So just think about that when you're watching a movie and you're like, oh, I hate this part. I wish it could have been different. And you be having that little hope in your heart wishing that the movie was different. I know I'm not the only one. You be wishing, you having a little part in your heart wishing that the movie would change up the way that it is. But it don't. And that's the same thing. That's how you got to think about your life. It's not going to change. God has preordained it. God got a ram in the thicket for you. Believe that. Believe he has a plan. Believe it. Yes, you got to carry your cross. But remember, Jesus carried his cross. But he was risen. You got to remember, you are going to be risen. You are in a new life. Yes, carry your cross. I ain't telling you put your cross down. Carry it. <laughs> But when, but the the cross it it had so much power, it was not a defeat. You are not defeated. Do you hear that? You are not defeated. You are to reign with him. You are to overcome. You are to defeat the enemy. Okay, it's not gonna look like it. Because if it looked like it, you wouldn't need faith. You wouldn't need faith. And that's the only thing you got to please God. So in these times where you feel defeated, that's where your faith is pleasing God. He like, look at my baby down there. Look at her all in believing in me. (laughs) Look at him believing in me. That's how God be. That's all you can you that's all you can do to please him. Is and because when you have faith, you're saying, Father. It don't look good, but I'm going to trust you. Father, it don't make sense, but I'm going to trust you. It's about trusting him. Your faith is just about trusting him. I believe that you are Abba Father. I believe that you are Yahweh. I believe you are El Shaddai. I believe that you are Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Nisi, Jehovah Shiloh. I believe that. Even though it don't look like it, Lord. I believe it. I believe that you are a healer. Even though I don't feel it, God. I believe it. If if every time you pray and God just answered immediately, where would the faith be? Where would your faith be? But it's about, Lord, I trust you even though it don't feel like it. It don't look like what you're saying, but I trust you. I'm holding on to your promises, Lord. I'm still going to glorify you. I'm still going to walk around and tell people how good you are. Even though I don't feel it right now. I know it, God. That's what you do to please him. It's your faith. Because it's already done. Do you trust him? Hallelujah.
Um, let's go to Luke chapter one. And it says, many people have set out to write accounts about the events that have been fulfilled among us. They used the eyewitness reports circulating, circulating among us from early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I also have decided to write an accurate account for you, most honorable, honorable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. When Herod was king of Judah, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah. And his wife, Elizabeth, was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all the Lord's commands and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive. And they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week. And what, as was the custom of the priest, he was chosen by a lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burnt, a great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Standing to the right of the incense altar, Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, do not be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. And he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the father of fathers to their children. And he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angel, how can I be sure this will happen? I am old now, and my wife is also well along in, in years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It, has, he, it was he who sent me to bring you this good news. But now since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and, and be unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be, be fulfilled at the proper time. And the Lord, he was speaking to me last night when I read this. And he said, he said, I will not allow you to mess this up. Because he's talking to me about stuff in my own personal life. But he's telling me to, to release this to you. He is not going to allow you to mess up the plans that he has for you. Do you understand that? He is not going to allow you to mess up for, for what he has planned for such a time as this. Don't let the lies of the enemy trick you. God is not going to allow you to mess this up. 
It is, you see how when, when Zachariah questioned and God knew he questioned in disbelief and God knows that we have the power of life and death in our tongue, right? This is what God did. But since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent, unable to speak until the child is born. For my words were certainly fulfilled at its proper time. You may not believe that. Everything good and bad that's happening in your life. Believe that all of it is for such a time. Believe that it's all going to be for the proper time. Do you understand that? You are going to give birth to this baby. Yes, we are talking spiritually. Everybody is pregnant spiritually with something. We all have spiritual babies in our wombs, okay? I'm talking physical babies and your, your gifts. How are you going to bring people to the kingdom of God? You are pregnant with that and God's not going to let you mess it up. It does not matter what you did. Okay. God has already, he already sacrificed Jesus so you can do what you had to do. Do you understand me? He shed his blood so you can do what he has ordained for you over your life. What he has ordained for you over your life. Yes. I think I said it right the first time. He has already preordained that. Jesus already shed his blood. Don't be so stuck on them lies when he throws them daggers at you. When that enemy throw them daggers at you, you throw it right back because he's already been judged. He's defeated. You You are to defeat him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. But he wants you to be ashamed of your testimony because that is how you defeat him. You defeat him by that. You tell people, this is how I used to be. But let me tell you how God came through for me. Let me tell you how God cleansed me. That's how you are to defeat him. Do you get that? But he doesn't want you to speak. Because it's power when you speak. You can change hearts when you speak. Do you get that? No more shame. That's what the Lord says. There's no more shame. Because you are to defeat him. Because I have already defeated him for you. You just walking through. Yeah, you did have a really bumpy past. Yeah, that past was horrible. But guess what? Get up. Pick up your mat. And you walk. That's what the Lord is speaking. He's saying pick up your mat and walk. In the mighty name of Jesus. He know, he know what you used to do. He about to use it because guess what? Your brother and your sister, they, they lay in the sin still doing it. So he needs you to go talk to him about how you used to do it. And then they're going to see how God changed your life. And they're going to want a taste of it. They want to taste and see that the Lord is good. But the Lord is like, I need people to see you. I need you to come out so people can see you. This is a word for me. Oh, he is mighty. I need you to come out. I need you to come out. I don't care, says the Lord. I know what you used to do. Go tell them. Why are you you so worried about what they think about you when I already know what you did? He's the Lord. He already seen it. He already knew. He He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I already know. They don't know, but aren't I more important to you than them? Overcome, help them, 
Hallelujah. He is mighty. That's what it is. Oh, hold on, family, because we about it's about to cut off. So let me. I'm gonna click back one, and then I'm gonna click back off. Hold on. Don't have shame, okay? Do not have shame because God already knows, family. I know. I just came right back on, right? <laughs> God already knows. Don't have shame. That's not your portion. All things work together for the good of those who are who love God and are and are called for a purpose. I think that's that's what the scripture says. All things work together for the good for the good of those who love God and are called for a purpose. I believe that. Now that's a scripture. I gotta look that up real quick. <laughs> I want to say it right. I want to say it right. Romans 8, 28. I know somebody was like, that's Romans. I know. <laughs> I know. But listen. If y'all just knew, like, just this, listen. I be reading all types of words. And I be, listen, I be, tr- I be getting it, okay? I be trying to eat my bread. I be eating my bread and my water. So, y'all got to excuse me. But, um. It says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. For his purpose. All things work together. Your past is going to work together for you because it's for a purpose. It's for a purpose. Okay. Jesus shed his blood for a purpose. And that's so you, God can get all the glory. Hallelujah. He died to bring God glory. You are to live for him. To give him glory. You are to be a living sacrifice for God. For his glory. Okay, family. It's for the glory of God. He is doing a good work in you. You let people see it. These upcoming events, yes, we are going to see the darkness. But God is like, I'm doing that so people can see your light. Hallelujah. You ever be in a dark room, the lights pop on, and your eyes hurt for a second, but then you got to adjust? That's what's about to happen in the world. God, he's going to let the darkness fall. But it's because when his children walk in, first the light's going to blind them. But the ones who's not going to run, they're going to adjust. Oh, hallelujah. They're going to adjust to it. Yes, some is going to run because the darkness, it has to disappear when the light comes. So some of us going to run when that light switch gets, when the, when the Lord flips you on and he show, and the world sees your light. But guess what? People are going to adjust. Be prepared for this move of God. Don't let that enemy lie to you. He is a liar. Do you hear me? He is a liar. He does. He wants you to be ashamed of your past because that's how you defeat him. How would you know God if all your life was just good? How would you have been able to see the hand of God? But it's when you look back and you see the darkness in your past, but you see that God's words is true, that he never left you nor forsake you. That's when you know he's real.
You love him much because he has forgiven you for much. You don't be ashamed of that. You tell you tell people. Because guess what? If you're ashamed of it and that person is ashamed of it, guess who's holding on to the power? The enemy. But when the when you speak the truth, it sets you free. It sets people free. Be prepared for this move of God in your life. Be prepared. It's for his glory. Hallelujah. Let's go right into prayer because I need I feel like Father in the name of Jesus. I pray Father that you that you share your glory with us Father. I pray that your glory falls down on us Lord so we can give glory back to you Father. We need the glory so we can give it back to you Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Lord. We receive your glory Father so we can give the glory back to you Lord. Hallelujah cuz when we produce plenty of fruit Lord in the mighty name of Jesus it brings you much glory Lord. I pray that that your children become saturated in the anointing, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I pray that they are saturated and I bind up any enemy and any lying tongue that would try to come against this word. I command them to flee from my brothers and sisters in the mighty name of Jesus because they will receive this good work that you have planned for their life, Father. They will receive it by the power of God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. He is good, y'all. He is good. I just felt like I needed to pray for a second because I need you to get this. When you, when you, oh, I just pray that God in the name of Jesus, everything you touch is anointed. I just pray that blessings follow you everywhere so you can give glory back to God. Hallelujah. So you can glorify Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray that that people see Jesus in your life in the mighty name of Jesus because it brings my father much glory. When, 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 when you get, when you are fruitful, it brings him much glory. Hallelujah. You know how it brings him much glory? Cause you won't be like, but God, God has done this for me, but God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm nothing but dust and ashes, but I got this God though that breathed the breath of life onto me. Hallelujah. He is so mighty. Y'all receive this by the power of God. Who he good. He is so good. Let's go back. Let's go back to Luke chapter one. We was, I wasn't finished. <laughs> I wasn't finished being. So, um, let's go to, let's go back to verse 21. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he couldn't speak to them. Then they realized from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. When Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned home. Soon afterward, his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. And I know it's people because listen, I be feeling that in my own life. You feel isolated. You feel like don't that that you're not doing what God has called you to do. You feel like you're not pleasing him. Hallelujah. But do you see right here, Elizabeth, she went into seclusion for five months. But but it's because she had to protect her baby. God has caused you to be overlooked because he's like, I need you to protect that baby. I need you to protect it. 
Hallelujah. You know how when you're, when you're pregnant, you're more cautious because you're got to protect your baby. And that's what God has been doing. He's been saying, I need you to protect this. This, 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 I have to, I have to cause for your mouth to be shut. I have to cause, cause for you to be overlooked. I have to cause for you to go through this warfare because I need to protect this baby in you. I need to strengthen you. I need to build your muscles up. Hallelujah. So when you push this baby out, you will be strong. Hallelujah. Do you hear me? At the proper time, it's all going to make sense. But I'm here to tell you that God caused Elizabeth to go into seclusion to protect that baby. And it's time for you. You've been feeling that way. But God's going to use you. He's just protecting what's inside of you. People couldn't see your value because he had to protect it. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. He's going to take it away. You are going to be so pleasing to God. Your life is going to just glorify him. You are going to be dripping in the anointing. Do you hear me? I decree and I declare it over your life in the mighty name of Jesus that you will be dripping in anointing. I'm telling you, it's going to be like, you know, Jerry, Jerry Curl Juice, you're going to be having that, but it's going to be anointing oil. It's going to be dripping. It's just going to be, it's going to be dripping. Okay. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Hallelujah. It's people you don't you 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 haven't even shown signs of being pregnant. You like I don't even know the word of God. I don't know how to overcome. I don't know anything. But I'm telling you, you favored. Greetings, favored woman. Greetings, favored man. It, yeah, you you never you 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 a virgin. You don't know nothing. But you are favored by the Lord. Do you get me? You are, you're still pregnant with something. Hallelujah. Let's keep reading. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary. The angel turned her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, and he will be very great. It will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. And that's what I'm here to tell you. Oh, hallelujah. Though if you don't understand how God's getting ready to use you, you're like, God, I don't know the Bible. I don't know this. I don't know that. I'm here to decree and declare this over your life in the mighty name of Jesus, that the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you by the power of God. The Holy Spirit will come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Just receive it by the power of God in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Because he is willing. Hallelujah. So the baby, the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. 
What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant at her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. You see how she received it. She wasn't doubting like Zachariah. Mary received it. Received this favor. She believed God favored her. Believe it. Know your worth. Know that God died for you. A few days later, see, and this is just the unity. Because when when the Lord begins to pour his spirit out, when his spirit begins to overshadow his church, it's going to be unity. Hallelujah. I'm about to show you how it's going to be unity. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women. You And your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe the Lord will do what he said. She, listen y'all. You see the unity when Mary and Elizabeth got together, the, the Mary, Mary, I mean, Elizabeth's baby leaped in the womb. Hallelujah. The, the unity that's happening in the body, our gifts are going to come together and our babies is going to begin to leap because we need each other. We need each other. We need the impartation of the Holy Spirit. Mary was carrying something, but when she spoke, hallelujah. Elizabeth received it and it made her gift jump. Hallelujah. It's time to be in unity in the body. It's time to to put our differences behind us, yes, and stand for the truth. Be iron like sharpens iron. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's baby jumped in the womb. It says the baby, the, and the, at the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her. It's all within. It's about the kingdom of God that's within you. It's about that. It's about the kingdom of God within you. You are pregnant. I'm here to tell you. I'm your spiritual nurse. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, you expecting, Okay. You're expecting. Be prepared because you're going to begin to feel that baby leap. Any day from now, that baby's going to begin to leap. Hallelujah. Okay? Spiritually, you're going to begin to see gifts. Spiritually, your baby, your spiritual woman is going to begin to leap. I'm telling you. Your spiritual pregnancy test came back pregnant. And I don't care if you're one of my bros. Yeah, this is spiritually, okay? We ain't, on, we ain't in that stuff that the world be talking about, like all of that. We ain't talking about that. We talking about spiritually pregnant, okay? Because think about it. When a husband and wife together, they, when they conceive, the husband says he's pregnant too. That's all I'm saying. You're pregnant spiritually because you're pregnant spiritually. That's it. You know, don't twist this. Please don't twist this. Even if you twist it, the Lord knows my heart. So if you want to try to twist it, 
that's okay. But God knows my heart. <laughs> but anyway, family, I'm here to tell you expecting. Be expecting your baby to leap. Yes, you've been in seclusion. You six months pregnant. You tired. That you tired, okay? Your feet hurting and everything. You tired. But that baby getting ready to leap. And we see that the angel, when he was talking to Zechariah, he said, hold on. He said, he said, um, hold on. It says in verse 13, but the angel said, don't be afraid, Zachariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. You will have great joy and gladness with this pregnancy. I'm telling you, when that baby come, it will bring great joy and gladness. You are getting ready to feel that baby leap. Okay, that baby about to leap within your womb. Ugh. Be prepared, okay? I love y'all so much, family. Um, shameless plug down at the bottom. If this is on YouTube, you can always go follow me. If you listen on YouTube, you can go follow me on any of your streaming streaming platforms. Spotify, um, uh, Apple, Google, whatever you listen to. Or if you're on Spotify... I am available on YouTube now. <laughs> also, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we working on the Facebook page. You can go to uh, withinherbeauty.com. The email, everything's at the bottom. Um, for the people that are on YouTube, if you go follow me on Spotify, um, there's more up there than the couple. There's only like a few that's on YouTube right now, but I, it's like a lot of words on Spotify. It's a whole lot. So if you start from the beginning, I, 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 I would say start at Be Transformed and then just work your way back up, okay? Like, just work your way back up. Um, what else is there? Oh, we have a new series. It's the Wise Woman series. If you already listened to Esther Part 1 to Part 3 and A Wise Woman, those are now um, subscriptions only, and that will be a series that's rotating on its own. And that, I believe, is $9.99 a month, but only the people who subscribe will have the access to the Wise Woman series. And just be on the lookout for the Wise Woman series because it's coming to a um, playlist near you. <laughs> But yes, that's just for subscribers only. That's just to join our wise woman. Um, like our, it's like a branch off to the ministry. It's a series. Just to join that. You don't have to. Words will still be posted for free. Also, um, answer the Q&A. It's, it's, it's a question that's posted on Spotify. Just start like a group conversation if you want to. And we can begin to have a community like that. Um, be prepared because we're going to start going on Zooms. Um, family, we taking off because God is getting ready to breathe his breath of life into within her beauty, okay? Within her beauty pregnant too, okay? That's why this is a word for me. And I receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. God about to do something new. And I see it, okay? <laughs> so, I think that's it, family. I love y'all so much. But let's say it together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.